Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. Had a big boost in sales, okay, to the tune of just over five figures, okay, low five figures, which is a huge amount, right? Uh, Granted, I'm generating six figures per month, but a five-figure increase just from misspellings was monstrous. Your attention, please. 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 Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM. Hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, in just a few short hours, I'm going to be getting a massage. My lady booked one for me. It's been a long time. And while I get that massage, I will be making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So today I want to talk about using common sense, especially when it comes to using tools to help you improve your listings, set up your listings, research your listings, okay, the new products that you're going to be putting on Amazon or even existing products that you have. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's say that I'm using a keyword tool, okay, a keyword research tool to really get a lot of keywords and I run it and I get 2,000 keywords, okay, let's just say it's 10,000 characters worth of of keywords. Should I use all 2,000 of those keywords in my listing? No, because those 2,000 keywords aren't going to be all relevant and worse than that, there might be some keywords in there that I just can't use, right? They're gonna be trademarked or uh, they're a competitor's specific brand name or something that will get me in trouble if I end up using those keywords. And it depends, of course, where I use those keywords. If I'm using them on the front end, right? The the listing page where everything's visible, I gotta be extra diligent to make sure that what I put on there isn't violating someone's brand and definitely isn't uh, trademarked, right? And if I'm using it on the back end, my 5,000 characters on the back end, I'm going to probably be a little bit looser about what I put in there. I'm still not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize my account, but I will be a little bit more risky, right? It's risk versus reward. You have to decide what it is you want to do. I bring this up, guys, because I read posts where people say, man, I'm using this tool and it got me in trouble, right? Or I did this and it it created this kind of an issue. Well, you've got to use your head. You've got to think a little bit. You've got to make sure that you don't do everything hyper fast, that you just like, wow, man, I got all of these keywords in two minutes and now I can just copy and paste them into my back end and into the front end and I'm done. No, you know what? Yeah, it took two minutes to get all those keywords and that saved you just a crap ton of time. But now spend an hour, spend an hour and go through all the keywords. Maybe only the top 300 are ones that you want to use. Maybe even the top 100. You know, you got to go through and really decide what you want to use and eliminate those that uh, just don't make sense. There's going to be times also where I, for me anyways, those top 10 keywords are going to be better for my listing as misspellings than a lot of the the lesser related keywords down at the bottom of my keyword list. You know, the scraping that I got because it's very easy to get thousands of keywords uh, through some of the powerful tools that are out there. And I've talked about these tools uh, on my podcast. This podcast is actually sponsored 
by uh, Helium 10 as an example that has a very powerful keyword tool. So you gotta think, right? Don't just copy and paste. Spend a little time, think about it. Now here's another thing I wanna talk about and it's about misspellings. I just brought that up. So I'm, I'm gonna talk about this for a few minutes because uh, for those of you that might be new listeners and haven't listened to all my previous podcasts, there was a time where I jumped into the misspelling game. I wasn't doing it for a long time. And then I said, you know what? Let's check out misspellings. And then I applied my, my principles, the things that I do now to my listings with my misspellings. And I suddenly had a big boost in sales, okay? To the tune of just over five figures, okay? Low five figures, which is a huge amount, right? Uh, granted, I'm generating six figures per month, but a five-figure increase just from misspellings was monstrous. And once I started researching it and tracking those misspellings, I could see that I was ranking number one in most most instances for the keywords that I was using. I was uh, in the number one position. So if somebody typed in that misspelling, bam, I was number one, the number one product on the first page. It was super awesome. So I want to talk about that a little bit and what to do and what not to do, okay? So first of all, I created a video that explains what you need to do and how I actually do my research and how I don't use specific words and how I do use other words when it comes to misspellings. And I posted that on our Facebook group and I'm also going to link it in the show notes that'll link directly to the Facebook group so you can actually watch that video. I think it's gonna be very helpful as we go through um, hunting knives on Amazon and actually uh, show you why, why you shouldn't use all the misspellings. But let me kind of describe it here real quick. When you're using misspellings, okay, and you're using a tool to get the misspellings or you're going out uh, and using some site or service or however it is that you're getting your misspellings, you first want to make sure before you just start grabbing them all and pasting them into your listings, usually on the back end, right, the 5,000 characters on the back end, you want to find out if Amazon is actually auto-correcting for that particular keyword. If they are, it's a useless misspelling to use because if someone types that in, Amazon's not going to show the results for that misspelling. They're going to show the results for the auto-corrected spelling. Does that make sense? So you have to check this. Now, the easy way to check this, obviously, is to go to Amazon and then just type in that keyword phrase, okay? And in the video that I posted on our Facebook group, and again, I'm going to be linking to that in the show notes, so you can click that and, and check out that video. You absolutely should do that. But for the hunting knives, if you were to go to Amazon and you, were, and you type in uh, misspelling for the word hunting, and then knives, you might find that it actually shows the misspelling. And if it shows a misspelling and there's only three results or 10 results, whatever the case might be, imagine if you're selling that particular product, how easy it would be to rank into the number one spot. You're already gonna be on the first page for that misspelling. But on the flip side, if you go and you do a search for that misspelling on Amazon, okay, and you could type it in and see, and it says that it's instead showing the corrected the autocorrected form of that spelling, then it's a pointless keyword or a keyword phrase. You don't want to use it. Uh, Amazon's autocorrecting for it. So even if someone mistypes that specific misspelling, it's going to do you no good because they're not showing results for that misspelling. They're showing the results for the corrected version. Okay, so I really go into detail in the video on how to check everything. And we did it with hunting knives and it was pretty interesting on which misspellings actually helped like uh they would you could get number one positions first page positions for the misspellings and then others uh that just absolutely did nothing right when i use misspellinator that's one of the tools that i use for uh, misspellings i grab the 
top three keywords of each misspell or uh, of the seed keyword. So essentially, if I use the, the word hunting, for example, I'm using hunting knife. So if I use hunting, I'll grab the top three misspellings or I'll grab any of the misspellings if they have at least a 10% market share, let's say. And by market share, I mean that at least 10% of the people that misspell the word hunting are using that version of the misspelling. Okay, and sometimes you'll have it pretty evenly. Uh, there'll be a word that has like seven or eight misspelling versions um, that are like uh, that are around that 10%. And in other words, you'll find that like 50% of the people misspell it a very specific way. And in that case, if there's only one of them that's over 10%, then I'll grab the top three. So I either grab the top three misspellings or I'll grab whichever ones are 10%. Okay, sometimes that'll be more than three depending on uh, on the keyword phrase. But yeah, check out that video, guys. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, it's already posted on the Facebook group, so um, I think it'll show you how to save some space. And remember, here's another important tip. If you're grabbing, because you, you, you might be asking, why why do I have to check that? Let me just stick them all in the back end. I've got 5,000 characters and, and let Amazon deal with it. Well, that's not really accurate. Amazon, and we've, we've done um, podcasts on this, they don't rank all 5,000 or they don't index all 5,000 characters all the time. You might put 5,000 characters in there, but it's not going to all index. And you can use um, the 5K checker tool. I think that's the only tool on the market that, as, as far as I know, that can actually check this for you in bulk. But you can use a 5K checker tool to actually see if the 5,000 characters you uh, put into your listing are indexed. And you might find that they're not. Typically, about 2,000 to 2,500 characters is where Amazon draws a line. They index that very easily, and then after that, in most categories, it gets very difficult to index anything else. You can, you can go back and forth, and I've done it, um, and eventually get up to 4,000, 5,000 characters, but it takes a lot of going back and forth with deleting stuff, and then checking, and then adding stuff, and moving things around, it gets crazy. Okay, the reason I bring this up though, is that if you take, let's say, a 1,000 characters worth of misspellings, and you stick them all in your back end, okay, the the uh, 5K uh, backend search terms, that's taking up space for what could normally be really good keywords uh, and, and having Amazon index those. So if half of those thousand characters are keywords that Amazon already auto-corrects for, meaning you shouldn't be using them, then you're taking up, if it's half of them, right, you're taking up 500 characters worth of space that could be dedicated to actual good keywords, okay, words that Amazon can index because the misspellings, those particular misspellings, make no sense to keep. Does that make sense to you guys? <laughs> I hope it does. So anyways, that's what I do. That's my strategy. Um, it works really well. And um, again, I don't use misspellings for every single keyword. I take the, the ones that generate the most traffic, the most popular keywords, and then I'll run the misspellings on those. Um, I use Misspellinator, and uh, that's that's through Helium 10. And then I check everything, um, check the back end through 5K Checker. And if there's other tools that do this, let me know. Um, I'd be more than happy to recommend those if they look good. I like everything in one place, which is why I like Helium 10. And um, also because I built those tools. I build them so that um, people like me and hopefully people like you can actually get really good value and a lot of time savings out of them. So. Let's see. I think that's about it, guys. Use your brains. Don't just uh, copy blindly. Don't just copy and paste. You know, do a little bit of checking. If you want to do well in this in this industry, you have to do a little bit of legwork, right? You can't just go out and think, oh man, I'm, if I just throw up a listing and copy and paste all this stuff, I'm going to be making a million dollars. It doesn't work that way. You got to put in a little bit of work. You got to do some research and you got to be smart about things.
You've been listening to the AM PM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider, insider tools, tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.